0: Hi, everybody. I'm Malachi.
1: And I'm Jonathan. And you, we're taking a break to talk Hi. about. Oh, man. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Yeah.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm Malachi.
1: And I'm Jonathan. And we're taking a break to talk about family, culture, and what we believe God is doing in the world. Welcome to the Intermission Mendo's. <laughs> Welcome to Intermission with the Mendo's. Why
2: not? Welcome to Intermission with the Mendo's.
1: Yeah, good job.
0: Jonathan, I'm so excited because we have some special guests here today.
1: I'm excited too.
0: And... um. I just want to say really quick with intermission with the Mendos we will have special guests on every once in a while and I feel like the holy spirit was clear with us on having you guys on because he just kind of it was dropped It's
1: pretty it. much like right after we recorded
0: it Was before we recorded week. this. We knew we were recording like what when we were talking last week we knew what the topic was going to be about like following your dreams and like setting goals and not making excuses. We hadn't recorded it yet, mm-hmm.
1: but. Um, and then I would say even after that, I heard a lot of people, different different people talking about um, coming out of quarantine.
0: Yeah. So we have Matthew and Haley Rojas here. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah,
2: of course. Appreciate it.
0: Yes. We're so excited. And so like, I just felt like the Holy Spirit told me, um, they have stuff to say in this area and we really admire how you guys are such doers. You guys literally come up with an idea and then pretty shortly after you
1: execute. It on that seems idea. like pretty shortly. after. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, um, we're just really inspired by that. And I feel like people in general are really can be really inspired by that.
1: Yeah. First. I mean, I'll say for me, even like whenever i first met matthew one of the things that like immediately like popped out to me was that here's this guy that isn't waiting for anybody to give him permission That's to so do something true. you know what i mean and so i was like man this guy's like gonna get it done he needs we need to work together because when he sees something he's like going after it. and so yeah, just to reiterate what Kate said, we we felt like we wanted to kind of talk with you guys a little bit about that, a little bit about
0: how you do it together, like how you accomplish just from the
1: dreaming to the doing. How does that transition sort of happen for you guys? Because yeah. I but somebody first- like me has a ton of dreams, <laughs> but doesn't <laughs> but is a little slower to execute on things, I guess, from that standpoint.
0: Why don't you Let's do like a formal like. How long have y'all been married? And then, yeah, tell us about your business. What you? What's on your heart?
3: Yeah. So Matthew and I, we've been married for four years. Four years. We got married in January of twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. I forget. He remembers. <laughs> it's going the opposite. Um, and we dated, got married, and. Dated, were engaged, and got married within, within a year. year yeah. yeah, which is totally the Lord. I mean, Matthew says that when he saw me, he knew. Aww. Yeah.
2: It was one of those instances I've had heard actually from like old youth pastors of like, when you know, you know. And it's just one of those things like, yeah, like, get out of here. But when I first saw her, immediately, I was like, you know, this is my wife.
3: Where did you first see her?
2: So funny story.
3: When I was being introduced to him as his boss. <laughs> so...
2: <laughs> So I was a lead video producer at a smaller church. Well, it's pretty big. It's mid-size over there in Dallas, and, um, in Dallas Texas. And um, we had lost the communications director. And so a good friend of mine wanted the job. I was like, this is a shoe in So I talked to the executive pastors. I was like, hey, this guy's great. Come to find out he didn't really have the typical resume for a communications director. And they found that out pretty quickly. So they f- saw and interviewed this girl from Tyler, Texas, who's working at Pine Cove. And I was like, "Get out of here! Like, like hire my friend. Don't hire this blonde from Tyler, Texas." And um, he
3: was judging a book by its cover. Yeah,
2: we saw her Facebook. I I'm only blind. saw. So is that when you were like, "This is Mo. no," I saw. Oh, no, I'm that's
3: figured. when he was like, "You can't hire this girl." Because
2: I saw a group picture on the cover page, and it was just all these, like you know, just sorority girls. And I was like, no, no, that's the last thing we need here. Yeah. Nothing against sorority girls. I have nothing against that, but it's just more or less of like what we needed. You at just time.
3: only had a movie picture of a sorority girl. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not sure that there's that much
0: difference, but
3: so anyways,
2: fast forward, our executive pastors and the worship pastors kept telling us like, Hey, I think we're going to lean. We're leaning on this girl. I think she's solid and she has some great ideas. She has a lot of charisma. And so, um, I was kind of like, you know, that's your decision, whatever. I disagree. So then they go ahead and move forward and make the, make the, make the call and they hire. And then, um, my executive pastor at that time, he said, Hey, um, you're going to have lunch with your new boss. And so you need to, this needs, you know, this is going to be a group thing going forward, whatever. So I had still not seen her. I'm going on the basis of just this cover page. And so, um, we had lunch on a Tuesday and, um, I showed up and then I saw this blonde girl, kind of looking forward at the executive pastor. She turned around, she looked towards your left, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I was immediately—he
3: like trying. has the visual. I don't it's remember like, this moment. Would, I could see. I know she the hair. Her hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was I was like, just
2: like, man, this is something. I don't know. I remember going home that night to a roommate of mine um, and telling mom's like, "I think I'm in trouble." <laughs> <laughs> so immediately fell in love, um, but it was cool because God honored. There, there was some honor to it because it wasn't necessarily kind of trying, I wasn't trying to jump the gun yet of like dating, so to speak. There was a lot of healing that I needed to have and a lot of freedom I needed to do. And so it was kind of cool for her to kind of be at a, at a not a distant, but like more or less of just becoming friends with her and getting to yeah. know her um, and then working with her too. Um, so there was a lot of healing that happened within like, I think three to four months. Yeah. And then that's when um, we actually started dating. And then that's when I ended up working with Jonathan. And-
3: Jonathan Mendoza calls and says, "Hey, I've got a job for Matthew." Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, "Thank you." And Jesus. it was around
2: that time that the staff, the staff started to realize, "Oh, I think these guys like each other." <laughs> we so we need to separate
0: them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Leave <laughs> so, room for the
2: Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everything kind of worked in its right timing for sure. So that's how we met, Aww. dated, got, got engaged, got married within a year.
3: When I think when I met Matthew, what made me fall in love with him was I was just so attracted to the dreamer in him. Um, I think sometimes and I feel like you might understand this, Kate, like being a strong, like woman that's a leader. it, it You almost have this mentality like when you meet people like or when you're like dating, like, can I find someone that can come alongside me in that level of leadership where I don't overpower them, but we can partner together. And so as a, as a girl, sometimes you're concerned that you're going to be too much Mm -hmm. for someone. And when I met Matthew, like he was just such a leader in, um, in all areas of his life, like spiritually, um, in his career. And so I was just so drawn to the fact that, um, that he was dreaming and that he, he was dreaming for big things and that he was um, driven and mm-hmm. um, and so when he, when I met him and he shared with me his dreams about um, you know God speaking to him about feature films and um, really like chasing knocking on the doors of Hollywood and saying, we can make great Christian media, or we can make films that bring not only Christians into the theaters, but, you know, non-Christians that can Mm -hmm. relate to what they're seeing and and learn about God through that or experience God in that. I was like, I don't know anything about film, but this sounds great. Like Mm -hmm. I'm on board with you and your passion, like whatever it is, as long as it's for the Lord and you're being obedient, like, let's, let's do it. And so, um, it's funny because I knew nothing about the industry.
2: And what's crazy too, especially for, I was me expressing that was not trying to impress her. It was really just kind of being vulnerable with her. And she was only one of the few people that really kind of told like my vision and stuff. And so it's interesting how God kind of allows that to work where you're just, if you're vulnerable and if you're kind of just in line walking with him, just like any type of vocation or any type of communication that comes out of your mouth, you know, nothing better than just to talk about your walk with the Lord and your visions. And so the fact that she became attracted to that, that was just kind of cool. Cause you know, obviously other people can, you know, not brag, but you know, so, you know, so to speak, just trying to do the, what would what we do in like dating? We try to impress one another, but it was, that's where I think there was a lot more. It got, that's where it felt really intimate. And that's where I really knew like, oh, she's going to be my wife because she was just kind of like, yeah, like almost to when I was telling those those things, she's like, "When do we start?" And when oh, we were even Yeah. 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 Girl, get off. <laughs> girl
3: <get laughs> off, Whatever. <laughs> <turn this> off. <laughs> you won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So talk a little bit about like Kate said,
2: what what your dream is and so, what you feel like yeah. we are I guess now considering all things, I'm a commercial director and, um, and then, um, I think under, <laughs> under my website, it's film and commercial director. And so, um, that's what I do. I'm based out of Dallas. And so when it's one of those things where I grew up playing sports a lot and so my world was evolved around sports and then it came to the point where that immediately stopped. Um, Thank you to my mom who made me quit football. <laughs> and Your so broken nose. Oh yeah, and I, I broke my nose too.
0: <laughs> me too, with the baseball bat.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Different story I, for a different day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hated it. But anyways, and it was around that time I was sixteen, had to get a job. My dad took me around in his nice Ford F one hundred and fifty. At that time, he's like, "You like this truck?" I was like, "Yeah, I really do." He's like, "You want it?" I was like, yeah, I really do. He pulls up at a parking lot. He's like, all right, go apply for that job. It's a Walmart parking lot. And um, I started working there just part-time, obviously just a high school kid working. Um, I didn't have any qualifications for anything else aside from cart pushing. <laughs> so,
0: that is so cool. Yeah, so I,
2: so I actually there for a while I was boasting on, on my Instagram. I was like former cart pusher because I think it's not necessarily in the identity of that. It's just like the labor that kind of went about that. And I think that's where the Lord spoke to me the most mm-hmm. of just even like, just kind of just, it's almost like cutting the lawn or doing dishes. You're kind yes. of just, just like this mundane dirty so, work. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, your mind starts, you know, your mind starts racing and starts thinking. And at this time I was not having, I mean, I wasn't playing sports. I wasn't training for anything. And so just kind of working this job and the Lord said, Hey, like, I've called you to do better things. I'm called you to knock the doors down in Hollywood and and again, I'm I, I didn't know anything about filmmaking. I mean, I watched movies, but I wasn't to where I'm now, like where I, you know, know a little bit about everything as far as in the filmmaking world. So, he said you're going to do this. You're going to make these features. He gave me the list the, the titles to those features. He gave me the synopsis for those features. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I worked there for 6 months. And he gave me basically seven ideas. And so I was like, I don't know what to do. But like, it was very much a a Moses moment for me, um, where it was very much, I even... Up until I make my first feature, I wanted to take Kaylee because it's still open at Walmart. And I want to kind of just show her where he kind of spoke to me.
0: Y'all need to film that. Bring Jonathan. Let him film that. But seriously, for free, right? I got you, bro.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will do that for free. (laughs) Sorry. So it was one of those things where he just said, hey, I'm going to do this thing and I was like, okay, like you're going to have to show me and kind of going off of, you know, the Psalms, the Psalms 32 scripture of like, you know, I'm I'm going to I'm I'm going to go with you like you're not going to go alone. I think at that time I was really meditating on Matthew 20, 20, you know, I'm with you always. And it was very much those things like I don't even know where to start. So he shows me a a school to go to. I go to school or graduate, work at a small agency after that. And then that's when I started doing stuff for the church and for the kingdom, because I definitely felt it was very hard for me at first graduating college. It made no sense because everything was so kingdom-minded for me to do things that in the secular realm, and it's nothing against that. It's just It was hard for me to really grasp on something that was so temporary. I wanted to do things that were internal. Um, so doing ministry work was so new to me, and I didn't know you could do that. So when I was working at that church in Dallas, that's when I got to reach out to Jonathan Mendoza, and um, I graduated with a, a couple of buddies that worked at Elevation. I'll say, hey, what are y'all doing? How's this working out? And it was cool to kind of have that um camaraderie of people that kind of had the same talents and the same calling as me. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's kind of my story. And then it kind of just worked out of that place to where I went out of the church into like the now. It's funny enough, it's, I've gone into the secular realm in some some areas, but God's teaching me, you know, at the end of the day, I still have to take care of my family, but the brands I get to work with, um, I'm doing the necessary research to kind of like, if I utilize that product in my own life, I want to share that same passion for that product and I can actually be the light to those people as well. But the ultimate goal for me is just to make those features and really kind of bring people back to the Lord for sure.
3: It's good. It's pretty cool because God has been so faithful to provide us like every little next step. And so it's crazy because God gave Matthew that vision when you were 16. 16, yeah. 16 over the course of like a six-month period. But he didn't show him step by step by step the path to get there. Mm -hmm. God said, hey, this is where you're going. And now take this next step. and like I love Matthew always, he, he's he been to Israel like three times mm-hmm. and seen some really cool stuff. But one of the things that he's seen is like the, the lamp that, um, that they use. In the like,
2: scripture, he'll be a lamp unto our feet.
3: And a light unto our right. path. Yeah. That lamp is like super tiny and it just sits in your hand.
2: So when you hold it in your palm of your hand, I mean, it's probably, as maybe probably, probably a little smaller than this iPhone. Was this iPhone 10? Yeah. It's probably a little bit smaller than that, but basically the way you would walk. And then the, on, you got to think too, And you've been there, been the Israel, Jonathan. There's, it's very like rock heavy as far as the ground. So their footwear wasn't really the best. And so at night when you would carry this lamp, it was only so much light that you can see towards your next step.
3: Like so such true. a tiny amount of light, yeah. like just the next step. And so we've really just trusted that image for our family. God speaks the next step to Matthew, like.
2: But, I mean, that comes with a lot of, I'm that's going against my selfish desires because you're starting to see other people just either move up in the ranks and it's like, Lord, I'm still kind of at this place. And, you know, and so a lot of selfishness comes out of it. Like, I want to see more than my next step. I want to see what these next 10 steps look for me. Because as far as I understand, like, I still need to provide and I still need to make sure that, you know, it's this thing that what you call me to be real. So... That's just me being vulnerable because, you know, I obviously want to see more in the context of just the safety of my well-being and my family's Mm well-being. But the Lord is just kind of good and just like... Well,
3: and you love structure. Like Mm -hmm. you thrive in structure. So when you don't have a plan, it really requires... So much dependence faith. and mm-hmm. faith, yeah, which challenges us. Like, I mean, we're chasing when we talk about our dream, we know it's big and we know it's supernatural and it's impossible. Like, it is impossible, but nothing is impossible with God. And so, when we talk about these things or when we think about them, they seem so large, but we know that our God can make a way, and we know that. Nothing that he speaks doesn't come to pass as long as we're obedient in that. And he gives us the grace to, to walk in that each and every day. Mm-hmm.
2: And there's definitely ideas that I can tell are from me, more or less, whether it's a film idea, whether it's, you know, a script or um, because at the end of the day, I, the last thing I want to do is pull his arm because I've been in those areas, right. too, where I've pulled his arm. And you can it's very much that Elijah moment when he's in the cave. He says, why are you here? You know, you shouldn't have been running. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely had those moments where I'm working on the story idea or something. He's like, why are you doing this? Like, this is not of me. And so, um, there's definitely trying to, I definitely believe in giving your dreams to the altar
1: mm-hmm. and, you know,
2: just like Abraham kind of took up his song. And what's really profound about that story is what he tells his servants. He says, we will be back, mm-hmm. you know, even knowing that the fact that if he was going to sacrifice Isaac, he had, he believed in the full power of God that he was going to bring him that's, back, that's you know, in right. some of those things. And so I have to kind of believe and trust that even as hard as some of these ideas that I find pretty cool, mm-hmm. a lot of them, he's like, no, you're not doing that one next. Yeah. So it's interesting.
0: Man, they are amazing. I'm sitting here thinking like they're, I don't know, y'all are like the way you're talking just speaks of your humility. And I feel like the Lord is just so pleased with that um, just your hearts being so pure before him. And, um, I mean, you know, you guys are amazing. And can you talk about the project? I mean, you said you worked at Walmart as a cart pusher, you did a whole series for them. or
2: something. Yeah. So last year I got contacted by Walmart to do like a mini docu series, um, just not only their associates around the world, but their giftings and talents. And so every year they have, they host a big, uh, like a gala for all these people that have these talents and it can range from singing, it can range from dancing, um, all these things. And so we were supposed to capture these stories and it was cool because the agency that hired me did not know my history. I mean, obviously too, I mean, I worked at Walmart and then I ended up working a couple other jobs, you know, throughout college. And so it was one of those things where these people, Walmart wanted to really highlight, you know, like, hey, like we're here to be behind you and support you and we want you to continue this talent because we know that we're, you know, not necessarily a stepping stone, but like, how can we benefit you and how can we help you? Yeah. And so it was really cool to kind of hear these stories through and through and kind of have that complete circle of like, wow, well, Lord, like, you know, like in that same manner that you spoke to me on filmmaking, I can speak into somebody that, you know, is an inspiring drummer mm-hmm. or a singer. And so it was really cool to kind of get intimate with those people and hear their stories and you know, even when the cameras were off, we just like encouraged them and stuff, and mm-hmm. it was cool to see it and kind of like go cross country and just interviewing these people. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's crazy. You went from being a Walmart cart pusher to a um, Walmart <laughs> commercial director, a Walmart director. <laughs> director for yeah, Walmart. that's director not his for only Walmart. job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you take on lots of projects, but it felt like in that moment it was just so prophetic, yeah. like that the Lord had brought you full circle mm-hmm. and almost said like, "Hey, like." Look at how prepared you are now.
2: 100%. And I think after that project, it really, I'm, I'm nowhere on the case of being at a place of, you know, I made it, but it definitely took me a step further to be, you know, have actual representation in the commercial realm and mm-hmm. because of just that brand, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. And so, but it was up until that point that I was doing stuff with other brands that I was kind of building that and stretching and exercising that muscle and, you know, but even in that too... When you talk about dreams and you talk about um, the things that you have set for not only you and your family, you have to make those a priority. And I love what you guys talked about of just you know making a list and you know, you know for us like making a list and writing it down and praying about it. And we believe in fasting. And you know if, if we're you know it's not necessary bribery for God, but it's just like showing how serious we are. Like hey, like this is what you called us to do. And I remember in that um, docu series, it was just more or less the Lord gave me um, an idea for a film and. I remember Haley just saying, Hey, like when you have time, when you come back, like we're, we have to make that. Cause again, what's the priority? If I hadn't kept that a priority and by no means I would have been even ready to even make something or even, you know, if I had not rid it or just kept my focus of what, what the ultimate goal is, I guess.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so good.
3: Yeah. There's a, there's a scripture. Maybe you remember it, babe. Um, and it, it talks about just like the, the benefits of, of focus. And, uh, I think that's one thing that, that we really cling to is we make a list, but we focus on that vision that the Lord's given us. And so sometimes Matthew or myself, like we have ideas of like, Oh, this would be cool if we did this thing over here. Cause that would help, or that would benefit, or that would, you know, expand us in this area. Like even this last year, we really, um, we really wanted to start a production company. We felt like there was a lot of opportunity there. We felt like that there was places we could step into and we prayed about it and we prayed about it. And, um, and we really felt like the Lord was like, no, like focus, like, cause at the end of the day, our heart, we don't want to own a production company. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was just us trying to make our own way. Right. right. And, um, and so we've just trusted the Lord and, and stayed focused mm-hmm. on the, the, the goal that we have because it's so easy for us to get sidetracked I think even um like that's why we're so intentional like we we decide at the beginning of the year like how many short films is Matthew going to make this year um and which is amazing and we and we focus that's
0: one of their questions
3: how many short films are we doing this year (laughs) Uh, yeah and and it's true because if Matthew could he would do like a short film a week because I he has he has so many ideas um and they're all so great but they're obviously not all the ones that the lord wants him to tell um but yeah so we 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 think about that every year and and we focus on that and um and from that you know we know that the lord's just providing those stepping stones to get us closer to where um where his vision for our life is because If we if we didn't have that focus, I don't know that we'd be chasing the vision that He's given us. We'd be chasing our own vision, and that's so different than. um, That'll preach. Yeah, yeah, and it's convicting too. It's hard, and sometimes it's hard to decipher that. Like, we just like have to be so dependent on the voice of the Lord, and sometimes we don't hear it, and sometimes we don't see it, and. Um, but Matthew's just so intentional about um, us just being intimate with God and letting him speak. And um, and we've been on a journey of that, I would say, especially over the last three or four years together. Like hearing God's voice and plans for our family is um, sometimes confusing, I think, for people. It's it's hard to, to wrap it's your mind in around. The, in,
2: the nat- in the in the natural. Yeah. But you know a lot of what he says there's clarity to it but i think for us it's like okay well logistically how is that going to work
3: yeah and i think that's where like it's so like marriage is so beautiful right because where um where people where they're in unity like then we know that we're both hearing from God and that that's what needs to happen. And so no short film that we've made, no budget that we've established for a short film or anything along those lines, um, have we never not been on the same page for, we, we always, um, separately, I think are seeking the Lord for what's the story, when's this happening and what's the budget. And when we come back together, um, if we're not in unity about those things, then we need to go back to the Lord and figure that out. Or um, we we discuss it and we talk and we get to a place where we both have peace around that. And and that's when we know that we're operating, you know, under the...
2: Under his vision.
3: Yeah, under his vision, um, which is exciting and way better than our own, you know.
2: And it's interesting, it kind of, there's like this reigniting of that in a scripture in Exodus 33 15, when Moses basically, Lord approaches Moses and, you know, and talks to him and basically says, or not Moses, it was, um, yeah, it was Moses. And um, there's a scripture I really kind of clinged on to in this, this year. Yeah, this year yeah. was thirty three fourteen, And it says, uh, the Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I'll give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. And I love Moses's reaction to that. He says, if you don't personally go with us, then don't make us leave this place. How will anybody know? How will anyone know that you look favorably on me, and you know on me and your people if you don't go with us? For your pres- presence among us sets your people and me apart from all the people on earth. The Lord replied to Mo- Moses, "I will indeed do what you have asked, and I will look favorably on you and know you by name." So it's like, but I love Moses' reaction. Like, even I mean, there's been even some of those instances in my dreams are like, I mean, we've been to LA and we've talked to people and there's, there's a little bit of bitterness towards the industry. Um, so to speak, because essentially it's still a job for them, Mm -hmm. but for us, we feel like it's a calling, but we definitely told the Lord like, Hey, like if you called us to do this thing, make, make these features, like if you're not going to go with us, then we don't want to go, but we want your presence to go ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just kind of been like, resting on that scripture and that story.
3: Yeah. And I even love in that verse how it says like, um, like I'll go with you and I will give you rest. Like that's the first thing God promises to give us. And I think in this world, when you think of people that are chasing dreams or chasing visions and even not even in the Christian world, but just the world in general, um, it, dreams don't really ever equate to rest like in, in at least
2: at the beginning in the daytime. While, yeah. yeah,
3: they they equate to hustle and hard work and striving and and God is does what he does best, which he flips everything on its head. And he says, like, um, I'm going to give you vision and I'm going to go with you and I'm going to give you rest mm-hmm. like Okay.
2: But that's in the context of just don't sit and wait for your opportunity. Hollywood isn't going to come where reps going to come at your door like, hey, we've been looking for you.
3: Yeah. Knock, 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 we're you. here. It was right. really hard to find you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
2: really hard to find you. I think even when when I take that as rest, it's very much even in the work I'm doing where I tell Haley sometimes I don't feel like I'm working hard enough. She's like, no, like you need to stop. But like I, there's so much peace and there's so much, um, I, I, there's not necessary balance. There's a rhythm you know, of things. And I think grace has a rhythm,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah, no, you're, you all are man. So preaching so much truth. I wish I had my Holy ghost hanky on me. Ooh. Um, yeah, as a, holy-, a <laughs> holy ghost tanky. Yeah. We need to get one yeah. of those baby. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I love, I just so much, I feel like there's a fine line between, um, being, being, Like what Matthew 633 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. And so I think that there's a fine line between like constantly seeking, constantly, like just desiring the presence, but also not falling into the, um, I'm just going to do it. Like this Mm. is just because it's a good idea. Like, I feel like I'm just going to go ahead and. Move your hand, which we have learned so many times over, like just what a stress and waste of time that becomes, but really having people come into, um, the rest of God. And when you do that, I feel like one of the definitions for that, I'm sure it's so multifaceted, but one of the definitions for that is like, just including his presence throughout the day and, and doing, even if you are still a Walmart cart pusher, like being open, like your spirit being open, you weren't pushing carts at Walmart, thinking about video games. Like you were pushing carts at Walmart with intention and you were dreaming for the future. Just like now you're making, you know, commercials for Walmart or, you know, but you're thinking ahead into your features. And so I feel like the Lord just takes is, is so delighted by that because you're staying faithful where you are, but you're including him in the process of it all um you have anything
1: to say oh yeah i mean he's going with you like you said like you read from exodus with moses i mean this he's with you on the journey sort of thing and when you invite him on the journey yeah it's not this um he's proven himself along the way sort of thing with every with every step you take and with every short film that you do you know i'm sure that you have a million stories about god coming through in this way or that way or finding favor here or you know um all of those things and so
0: and i love one thing i i love about y'all is you don't you don't um allow you don't make excuses you don't make excuses you you have the lord gives you an idea and you do it um and it doesn't mean it's always easy it doesn't i mean you know, obviously we're not talking about the doors that have been closed in your life, but there have been things in y'all's lives where you're like, what, what is going on here? Like, but you're just relentless in your pursuit of the Lord. And so no matter if you're a filmmaker or whatever you do, it's, um, the, the main thing is still the main thing it's pursuing Jesus and not allowing the excuses of, well, you know, I'm a mom of four, I can't do this thing right now, or, you know, whatever that is to hinder what God has put on your heart. And so that's like, really, we we just want to, whoever listens to this, like help people and motivate people to pursue that, which like what God put you on this earth for. Right. Like if you're
3: being obedient to the things that God's called you to, he's going to give you the grace and the rest and everything that you need to accomplish that. Yes. And and I think sometimes we like, instead of being obedient, we focus on, well, what about this? What about this worry? Or what about the finances? Or how's this going to come in? How's this all going to work together? The timing and, and God says, no, don't like he literally says, don't worry about tomorrow. Like yes. focus on today. I was my grandma sends me a scripture every morning. Oh, it's so oh, sweet. sweet. Sometimes I read them, sometimes I don't, but I read this one this morning. And it felt really um, tied to what we've been talking about. It says, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. It's conditional, uh, yeah. It's okay. What what's the reference? Uh, it's Deuteronomy Deuteronomy twenty eight one and two. I was like, thanks Grammy, you're mm-hmm. right. Uh, That's good.
2: And there's definitely there's there can be lies as far as like the things that kind of you know whether it's me of like when you talked about Matthew six thirty three, you know, seek, seek first the kingdom of God. I think God honors that when you spend time with Him, and I think He goes as far as extending time. When, you know, you spend like, well, maybe 13 minutes is a lot, 15 minutes is a lot. I notice on the times that I actually kind of dig into it, I accomplish more that day. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's going to make the sun stand still,
1: yeah, you he know, he's,
2: he honor. He, I think he honors it. And so for people making excuses of like, even for us, you know, when it's like time to press go or, you know, when it's time to go, there's definitely a moment of pausing of just like kind of seeking them out. And then there has been instances when we would finish the task and with we, we finished it earlier than yeah. what we
3: thought I can't tell you how many times I've so when Matthew's directing short films and I'm I'm typically there like helping a, as a producer which Getting really gets all done craft services no, <laughs> like 95% of the time so no, much. She does, <laughs> yeah, but um, I really feel like sometimes I'm just like uh, I'm just an intercessor in those times and I'm constantly my prayer every single time we do a short film because we're obviously limited in budget and time is I'm walking the set, and I'm like, "Lord, let the sun stand still. Lord, let the sun stand still." Because yeah, lighting is everything. Yes, yeah, cool. absolutely. And um, <laughs> just from
1: a time standpoint, though, because you can get like oh. lost in the takes and lost yeah, in the. So true. We need. We can't move on. We're <laughs> set, and we need to get the yeah. shot.
3: Oh man, yeah. yeah. And there's nothing that can the enemy can use against us more. I think on Matthew's sets than making time stressful for him and. I,
2: I want to respect the, obviously what I do appreciate about the commercial work is I've learned a lot about structuring and, you know, hours set and, you know, what a full day looks like, what, you know, overtime looks like. And so a lot of people we are using our industry people. Mm-hmm. And so we want to, I know a good filmmaker, we know Justin Robinson, you know, feed them well and like take care of them because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them are coming, you know, either we try to pay them too, like their full rates as well, you know, and if it's, you know, so we want to be considerable and. Because I think even in that, that's how you can show Christ too. You know, even in this industry of like, man, like I worked on a short with, you know, Matthew Ross and, you know, he took care of us. You know, i would do, you know, we want to do any type of work with him. You know, he's definitely. So that's what we want to kind of establish. That's why I stress a lot on time.
3: We like have a desire to to Preach to the nations, right? But at the end of the day, like we know that that it's more about the one person that's on our set than anything else, because that's that's the individual relationship. That's where trust is established, and that's where the Lord can speak and move. And yeah, mm-hmm. but I think too, like just talking about dreams and, and and things. One thing that Matthew and I have just felt so passionate about since we started really chasing this together is just like believing in the supernatural power of God. Ooh. Like Come on. so Haley. many people chase dreams and then, and they, like even Christians, like we try to use natural means mm-hmm. for like supernatural things that God's called us to. And, um, and we just trust God in the supernatural to do far more than we could ever imagine. Yes. And, um, and we've seen amazing things happen through that. Um, we've seen short films funded where, It didn't happen the way that we thought, not by, you know, raising money online. It happened from somebody who saw that, that knocked on our door and said, Hey, here's a check. And, you know, um, God's just so faithful in the supernatural when we're faithful in the natural, I think. And, um, and when we believe for him to, to, to be that for us. And so, um, we've, we know that the dreams that we chase, um, aren't limited. And, and so we don't approach them or pray for them or think of them, um, in a way that, that I think, um, we, we think of them in a way that's beyond our, our prayer is always like, Lord, we know you can do it. And we know you're going to do it in a way that we don't, that we could never see or understand. And so, um, it's been, it's been exciting and cool. And we still, I mean, still, that's our prayer. We're by no means, we haven't made a feature yet. Will we? Yes, Yes, we absolutely will. Like we, we believe that. And I think that's one thing that we've learned from, from you, from you guys and, Katie, you specifically, like, you're so big on words Uh and and, like your words have power. And like every time we're in your house, like only like, you know, will we declare words that are good (laughs) and that are powerful and that, um, encapsulate who God is. And, and so that's how we talk about our dreams and and the things that God's going to do, which is cool. Life
0: and death are in the power of the tongue. The Bible says, I love that scripture because the Bible says, um, Therefore, I call upon all of heaven to witness the choice you make. Mm. therefore, choose life. And so it's like heaven is heaven is on our side waiting for us, but what am I choosing today? What am I, you know, what am, what are we deciding to to do as a business and a family and all of those things? And um, man. It's just, we can go so many places because Haley, you, I love how in the beginning, just to circle back what you had said, like, you know, when Matthew first talked to you, you never considered filmmaking, like your career or whatever. Um, But yet I love in within marriage. And that's the same with me. I would never have ever dreamed of this at all, but it's better than what I could have dreamed. Mm -hmm. And so, and when you're married to somebody who... Is, you know, which we need to talk another time about serving your spouse and stuff like that. But just like how you guys like Matthew empowers you to be the leader that you are Mm -hmm. in your own. I mean, in your own career, but even just as you guys, as you support him in his dreams, he does the same thing for you. And and yet it gives you the desire to serve him again. So it's like this this beautiful cycle. cycle of. Just, like, loving Jesus together and creating this unit that is powerful for the Mm -hmm. kingdom, Mm -hmm. you know? So I guess let's finish up um, with just, like, do you guys have any practical, like, tips? Yeah, I was going
1: to ask, like, I'm sure that now you have, like, a process for, like, even like you said, like, you're planning at the beginning of the year, you know, how many shorts are we going to do this, that, and the other? And then determining what those are. Like, what are some of the practical steps from the standpoint of, like, how many short films do you have under your belt, like, so far that are like five out or seven in the wild? Yeah. Five or seven. That's five, amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so I think
2: it, Haley's doing the math in her head. I'm
3: trying to think of how many I've been a part of.
2: Oh, yeah. You started Streams in the Wasteland. Yeah. Did, and I did three of them before that. I don't
1: know. Yeah. About
2: five or seven. And so
1: like taking that and using that as an example from the standpoint, because we're trying to encourage, you know, not just filmmakers, but everybody from the standpoint of, you know, if you have a dream and you're a stay at home parent, or if you're, you know, working in accounting, but you really have this dream to do something else or whatever, like what are some of those practical steps to start walking that out does that make sense? No,
2: it makes total sense. I think one of the big things I learned in film school is screenwriters write, filmmakers film, singers sing. Like mm, it's good. if you're going to call yourself that, then start owning it and start doing it. Um, and so I think for us, the what we try to do is for me, I'm always in constant research of whether it's like my my skill set as far as directing is not a practical thing. It's more or less of just kind of like utilizing ideas and capturing them and writing them down. Um, and then I think for somebody like as a musician or something, like, kind of like go and buy you a cheap guitar, like, you know, and start, you know, learning like the, the simple strings and, you know, kind of just start from there. You have to start somewhere. And I think, and you, you're, you, as you make your time alone time, your quiet time with the Lord, like you have to prioritize time to exercise this thing and practice. Mm-hmm. And so for me, over the course of the years, we have, to, you know, obviously things cost money. And so mm-hmm. we have to all write a script and, um, I'll kind of pitch it to Haley. And, um, and she's basically asking me the question, you know, what's this going to cost? Mm-hmm. You know? And so, you know, your CFO, was yeah. CFO? Yeah. pretty much, okay. yeah. but Matthew how does much? our
0: finances. So
3: I'm like, yeah. how much is this going to cost?
2: So I, you know, like for instance, like, you know, what was the last one? 10 grand? Yeah. Ten grand. I
3: think, I think what's so good. It's like, we practically, I would say we live within our means and we take any extra money that um, that the Lord's brought into our life and we put it back towards that and dream. It's
2: invested. That's and we've good. always seen a return within yeah. that. I think even within practicing your craft or whatever, you'll see a return, you know, it won't be an instant return, but it can be a return that's going to be sown later. Charles Stanley says, you reap what you sow uh, later than you sow. You, you reap what,
3: what you, you sow more than, than you sow later, later than, than you sow. sow.
2: And mm-hmm. so it's one of those things that I really kind of took in his life principle to practice for me, it's prioritizing the time doing it and not just daydreaming. Uh, another quote I like from Salvador Dali is, you know, um, dreams without deadlines are just fantasies. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to be just, I don't want to be at the same place I I am right now, three years from now, still daydreaming about this feature or about the story Mm -hmm. I need to execute now. And like, if I can't do that, what can I do? That's going to be in the goal to that goal. Mm -hmm. Um, and so,
3: I love our, our pastor at our church. He says daydreams are visions from God, and mm. a lot of times we think that a vision from God has to come in the night or, mm. like, people have daydreams all the time. Hey, the, like the heavens have to
0: open, yeah.
3: angels have to come down. But but daydreams are visions from God, and so if He's giving you a daydream, like He's He's telling you, hey, go after this, and and if you fail or if you do it wrong, like that's okay. Like you get back up and you try again. Oh, I, think, stop. <laughs> I think another thing that we've, that we've done that, um, we started doing last year was, uh, we're just intentional about praying together. Um, like scripture is like, we're two or more, they two or more gathered. Like I'm with them. And so we, um, we take the dreams and we take the things that we have and we're really intentional about praying together for those things. And, um, prayer together sometimes is, um, nobody really teaches you how to pray together when you get married. (laughs) You're like, okay, we hold hands. Like who does this? Um, So Matthew and I just started writing. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. So Matthew and I just started writing out. um, We said, Hey, like we're going to make this like a once a week intentional time that we do. And we write down, um, he writes down three things that he's praying for. I write down three things that I'm praying for. And then we say, okay, is there anything like very specific over our family that we need to pray for this week? So maybe it's like, we need a new dishwasher. I don't know what it is, but, um, we pray for those things. And, and I think God opened so like, God is always listening and he wants to hear your prayers. He wants to hear your cries. And so, um, I think God honored us in that as we did that last year, like he opened so many doors and, um, just showed up in big ways. And so, um, it's, it goes back to the Charles Stanley's quote: "Like you reap what you sow, more than you sow, later than you sow, and and that counts with prayer too." Like. Um, our prayers have the power to open doors and change things. And so, um, be intentional about praying together and, and praying for those dreams. And maybe if you're not married, you know, um, you can still do that. You can still find a prayer partner. You can find somebody else yeah. that's chasing a dream and be an advocate for each other together. Um, cause that's really what Matthew and I are like, we're just advocates it's, for it's each that. other.
2: And, and as far as the practical standpoint for somebody, it's, uh, my grandpa would tell me and my dad, use what you have. So for me, I look around and see some of the locations and here's some of the things I've had. And after that prayer and after written it down, you know, like, okay, what can I make out of this? And for somebody that's kind of like, you know, having that skill set they want to do, like, like I said, like even it's just a little bit of money, buy something used on, you know, offer up eBay, you know, whatever Craigslist and just start it and use what you have. And I think that's where the you know, with what much, you know, much given much is required. And so I think if you start with the little, if you're faithful of that, he'll make you really over really much. Yeah. And I think those are the things that really become the practical, um, just like points to just really kind of like, if you're going to own it in this moment, because I think too, even coming from a run and gun, you know, shooting style, mm-hmm. I have to kind of rely on my instincts and my talents when it comes to jumping on bigger commercial sets. And so they I mean, they can be intimidating and then, you know, yeah. a lot more people and, but it's a lot of like, Hey, you've been doing this your whole life. (laughs) It's just now you have more people to help you with your dreams. But I wouldn't have been at that place if I wasn't just going out and just doing it myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and just kind of building like a brand and building my aesthetics and trying to find my voice Mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And so I think it's just a daily thing and just kind of use what you have Mm -hmm. and utilize that very well.
0: Something Matthew said to Jonathan a while back, actually, that I, I haven't forgotten. And that I think about is you told, you told him, don't expect people to know what you're doing. And so to like, constantly just like, if you're excited about something, market yourself, like Mm -hmm. no matter what that is, like, if you're, you know, if you're passionate about making popsicles, like, be the most passionate popsicle, popsicle maker. maker ever, <laughs> you know, and let everyone know about it. constantly. Right. And, and I think a lot of times people
3: think that's prideful, but it's not like no. you're not being prideful. Yeah, You know, if God's called you to be a popsicle maker, he wants you to say, I'm a popsicle maker. Right. Like,
0: yeah. Oh, there's this false. Oh, so there's this false sense of pride, I feel like, or this false sense of humility within the body of Christ that, like, I want to be a part of, like, abolishing. Because I feel like the, the Lord wants us to be—the um, th- Bible says in Revelation, the word of our testimony—it's sl- the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony slays the enemy. So the blood of the Lamb already happened. Now the word of our testimony is— it, slays the enemy. And so when we testify, this is who I, this is who God made me to be. This is what I'm doing in life. It renders the enemy powerless. And so, you know, pride. Yeah. We, we need people in our lives to keep that in check and our relationship with the Lord. And you know, that's something else, but just like own who you are.
2: Yeah. And I know the last one that I've heard in the past is the difference between walking in humility and walking in humiliation. Mm-hmm. I think where it's like you know maybe I shouldn't be as vocal. I want to be considerate of other people, and I'm I'm seeing the Lord just like like hey like don't be shameful like you know own it. And I've realized too, and you know, it, you know I we definitely disagree with it. I'm not going to say something that's controversial, but like I think what people why people. This in the secular realm resonate with the LGBT community is because these people are sold out and they're prideful about who they you know supposedly are. And I think if Christians start to just take on that throne and like you know no like Jesus is written on the tablet of my heart and be sold out for it, I think those are the things that attract people. Yes, you know they're I like agree. oh they're all in. Like I I really kind of want to hear what you know how God has affected His life. And so it's one of those things where. I generally got asked a question by an executive producer, like, do you want to be a filmmaker that's Christian or do you want to be a Christian filmmaker? Uh, and, you know, he was like, obviously the wronging is saying you're a Christian filmmaker because there's no success to that. My grandpa told me that the true success I have is accepting Jesus in my heart. So I'm already successful. Oh, so so for me, I just got chilled. <laughs> for me, I want to be a Christian filmmaker. And like, that's not a cool thing to say, but... W- Heck, I'm going to make it we cool. make that's it cool, right. baby. Let's make it cool. <laughs> like, let's that's own right. it. And, then, that's, those, those and are, then those, are. you know, so I think good. that's, it's taking those steps, not knowing where that's going to go, not knowing how you're going to affect people. But it's also, that's what it means to be a leader. And so. Yeah. Just and not wanna... being
0: afraid what, what people think or yeah. say, like, you know, the executive producer that probably judged you. If you did say, I want to be a Christian filmmaker, but you just say, no, this is who I am and testify in in, in that. And that's what we were saying last week. Like you are a culture setter. Like we have the, we have the power. Um, I, I'm thinking of the scripture. God gives us, God gives us the power to create wealth, which is kind of a little bit different from what different we're point. saying. Yeah. But he gives us, he, we have the power to I mean, it is in the same lines, like you have the power in y'all's hearts and heads and hands to do those features as you're obedient and taking step by step. The Lord is going to reveal more mm-hmm. about, you know, which is the first one to do, you know, all yeah. the details that you need.
1: I mean, but you're literally like David right now, like with the lion and the bear. And I I believe that this is your equipping time. This is your time that is showing from an identity standpoint, like what you were saying. I think I think so much of the world is unsure and they're, they're uncertain. And so when they see certainty or when they see confidence in this is who I am and this is what I'm going after, that they're attracted to that. Like you were saying with the
2: with the LGBTQ people are in support of that because they're like, OK, like. There's some there's even a vision being, There's to follow Yeah, there is. Yeah. You know, and there's a sense of pride and you know, like, yeah, we're all about it. We're gonna follow you from behind it. And imagine that much more so with having Jesus, you know, you know, being the body of Christ, like how much more that can just be an impact on people. And people can tell when you're walking on eggshells or when you're kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, you're treading the waters a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, when it comes to a lot of the productions I work on. I tell, you know, a lot of the people I do work with do not have the same beliefs as I do, but I tell them straight up, like, this is how it's going to be utilized. This is what it's for. Here's the scripture. If you want to read it and all nine times out of 10, they're like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, let's do it. Right. I'm like, really? (laughs) 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 No, but, um, but it's just, it's, it's cool when you're just, you're just confident in that and kind of, yeah, it's true.
3: Well, thanks for
0: having us guys
1: appreciate
2: yeah, it. Yeah, it was absolutely. so good we love you guys so very much and
0: why don't y'all play, pray a blessing over any listener chasing their dreams
2: yeah Lord I just thank you for today Lord I thank you for the opportunity Lord just to even just say your word and just say your name Lord and um I speak over people that they feel that um they even you've written dreams and visions on their heart Lord I just pray that they seek those things out Lord um Lord and um in some cases, Lord, um, they're going to have to make that first step, Lord. Just like bungee jumping, Lord, as soon as you make that first step out, Lord, it becomes a free fall, but you are a safety net, Lord. And in that, Lord, I know you have them and you're holding them in the hand. With their, step taking, with their first step taken forward, you make many steps towards them, Lord. And I know, Lord, um, and obviously the things of life and um, concerns can overwhelm them, Lord, but I know as they seek you, Lord, that you extend that time, Lord, and that you make that time and you make it. Uh, make it an obligation for them just to kind of write those things down and just initiate, Lord. And I just thank you for your word. I thank you for married couples out there. I thank you for singles, Lord, that you're, um, I pray for them and that um, they're praying for their future spouses, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that um, you you make us um, think beyond um, beyond the, Lord, the phrase, the sky is the limit, Lord, that the sky is not the limit, Lord. We can do more things through you, Lord. And we just thank you for those things. You're a supernatural God. And thank you for giving us supernatural dreams. We give you all the praise and glory, your precious name. Amen. Thank you, Mrs. and Mrs. and Mr. Loha.
1: Mrs. and Mrs. Oh,
2: my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Mr.
0: and Mrs. Loha.
1: Thank you guys for coming on our show. We had so much fun with you. To see any of Matthew's work, head over to MatthewPRojas.com. You can also find them on Instagram at rojas and at Haley C Rojas. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Yeah, and if you would like more information or if you'd like to keep up to date with what's going on with The Mendos, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at The Mendos. Or you can visit us on our website at...
2: TheMendals.com See you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.